Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. How much time till we're on? on, Ron. What? We're on the air right now. Oh. I'm ready. Good evening, I'm Ron Burgundy. Here's what's going on in your world tonight. The all-electric Kia EV6 GT Supercar. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. I tell you what, we're excited. Big nights coming up on Sports Day. Gary Belcher, hello. Jason Matthews here as well. Woogzo. Badge. Yeah. Big Big show You're coming up every tonight. night. I know, and, and it's they get true. Bigger. We deliver. Mm. If anyone, can I just you encourage... do the nice fluffy bits, and I'll talk about the real tough stuff. There is some about. tough stuff tonight. We want to yeah. get into, and that's what it's all about. It's a discussion we want to have with our listeners on oh four double seven. No, sorry, oh four five seven seven three six seven three six, or one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. We'll get to those uh, discussion points. In not, just a moment. Not talking tennis because, well. What's the point? The demon's out. And Djokovic, I don't know how he's playing under duress with that dodgy hamstring. Yep. I, in, in the highlights I saw last night, Badge, I didn't see one iota of a hamstring issue. Yeah, He, he well, was red hot. You got a magic potion or something he's taken. Well, you, no, you can't allege Legal. That. Oh. Legal. You can take whatever you want that's legal. This is going down. It is. A yes, anyway, slide. so we're not going there. No, and that wasn't one of the controversial things. What oh, what was about. it? Uh, hello to our listeners on the Super Radio Network. We love having you on board. Uh, SEN 1170, SEN 1620 on the Goldie, uh, SEN track stations throughout the country, the SEN app. Um, of course, your old stomping ground, uh, ground 1323 in Canberra, yep. and, of course, SENQ 693 AM. Now, the reason I left... SENQ to last because the the star of your breakfast show, well, one of. Pat Welsh. Uh, the other one. Ian Healy. Oh, Heels, yeah. Uh, will be joining us soon. I want to talk to him about um, Ash Gardner's comments about playing on on Australia Day. Yes. Uh, proud Indigenous woman yes. who opens the bat, batting for, for the Australian cricket team. She's an amazing player, an amazing human being. We'll talk about that in a moment. And Heels has some thoughts around that as well. But he threw out this... Radical idea, and I just want to get some clarification on. We spoke about last night, Badge. Mm. He talked about playing year-round cricket on, like, the footy season. No, not year-round. Well, that's what's come out, and I reckon it's just, you know, when foot outside of footy season. I think he's talking about in cricket season. That's what I think as well. Weekend, I, I every weekend with Big Bash. Yeah. So Friday, Saturday, Sunday games, like the footy. Yep. Um, although he left Thursdays out. And then during the week... You play shield cricket. Well, you'd have to leave Thursdays out because you've got to fit shield cricket in. Monday, Tuesday, unless you do three-day shield four games. Four-day shield <laughs> games. No, you could have at least four. Yeah. Oh, I love the idea. Now, I know, we're, I know we're trying to play less games and we will be in mm-hmm. the big bash, but... I don't. You can, why not? I just don't. I think it's just going to be just too much. I, I think the big bash shortened over like a, you know, a four- to six-week comp for me. I don't 
sort of care how many days a week they play. But if it goes for six months, it's just too much. I, I lose interest. I think most people will. What about three months, 12 oh, weeks? Yeah, well, That's what maybe. it is now. Well, okay, well, I can just handle that. Is it three months now? Actually, it's a I bit I think it's less. a bit shorter. It's about nine weeks. Yeah, yeah. there you go. Nine, ten and that's, weeks. I reckon that's about it. We're, hit, we're ready. I'm ready now. The finals are coming up. And, okay, I've watched a bit of Big Bash and I've got – I watched the Heat go. They're going really well. They're coming back. I love what Steve Smith's been doing with the Sixers. But I'm ready for the finals. I don't want it to go for another month, six, two months, and then, oh, then, oh, then the finals. Oh, hang on. So I'm not quite with heels on this, but we've got to confirm exactly what he, what he's talking about. And he is also the chairman of the Heat, so mm. we've got to say that up front as well. Not that he's trying to push something, but, mm. you know, that's uh, he has vision on this that we don't have. Yep. So we'll understand. We'll try and find out what he's saying about he's that. He's got vision on all things cricket that we don't have. Oh, incredibly so. NRLW, Gold Coast Titans winger, Karina Brown joining us on the CBA. Now, in the negotiations with the NRL, I heard uh, again Ali um, Ali Brigginshaw interview today, and it really up. Who up... is um, a fine player for she the Brisbane? She's been around for a long, long time. Well, she's One of the, the Gillaroo skipper. Yes, um, oh, I got to say, on the face on face value, the way the the negotiations are, are really poor. I think between the NRL and the RLPA, the Rugby League Players Association, but. The way the women are being treated as far as not knowing when their season starts, not knowing when the salary cap, basically being kept completely in the dark, I think it's absolutely outrageous. I think it's quite pathetic and and unbelievable. I'd, I'd love someone from the NRL to explain to us why they can't, they just can't, they couldn't have this done much earlier. They've had a long, long time to try to sort this out and... For the NRL in particular, you know, with only, what, five weeks or something until the season starts, to still be trying to negotiate their, their deals, oh, it's, yeah, it's crazy. I, I, yeah, it's appalling. It's disrespectful yeah. and appalling. And I'm starting to hear a lot of the girls talk about it. And what they're asking for is not money. It's just stuff that you that most people have available to them in every workplace, like uh, medical. We, we we have work cover. If we go to work, come home for work, or get injured in the workplace, we're covered, right? Yep. Uh, they also they're looking for for stuff like a, a policy around pregnancy, yep. which most workplaces have. Yep. Uh, for men and women, not just mums, dads to be as well. So uh, we'll have a chat to her and see what she says, and 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 hopefully it'll educate us more on on the struggles they're going through at the moment. They don't even know when their competition is, as you said. Nah. That's yeah, it's disgusting. The other the other thing we want to talk about, um, I mean, there's lots. There's Tuesday true or false. We want yep. to get your comments on, on those. If you've got a Tuesday true or false, particularly for Badge, he loves uh, questions. Is being Donald front. Trump a golf cheat? That's my first one. Is that well, true or false? Well, put it Donald into context. Trump, no, sorry, Donald Trump is a golf tr- cheat. True or false? Well, likely the answer would be yes. Mm. But can true. you put it? No, it would be true oh, or true. false. True. Yeah. But can you put it into context for me? Oh, like, well, he's, what play, he's played in his own Trump International Golf Course, the, true. the championships, and has claimed the champ, the title. And he played on, the, I think, the Saturday Sunday. He played on the Saturday, got 40-odd Stableford points. Didn't play on the Sunday, but claimed the championship. He couldn't play on the Sunday. He had to go to a funeral, which he was, which he was very uh, upset that the funeral went a bit long. What? And anyway, he didn't play. He's only played one day out of two. 
but he claimed the, the club championships. Well, they must have had a shocker was, on the Sunday badge. <laughs> what everyone. And he maintained in the league. Well, no one got any points. <laughs> That's right. How do you do Was that? it washed out badge? Do oh, we, no. Do you no, have all the facts? No, it wasn't. No. He just, maybe they averaged it out over two days and his, they've said, oh, well, you can. He just called it and said, I'm the, ch- I'm the champ. Look it, at me. Well, it's his course. Do whatever you like. Yeah. Um, it was like, but did he cheat? Yes. Is True. that a good one? True. Yeah, it is a good one. What about mine? Is there a worse thing than driving seven hours for a holiday? I'm on holidays tomorrow just for six days. Oh, you're driving seven hours? Seven hours to get to our location. I drove five days for a, a weekend for a fr- on the Friday last weekend to come home on the Sunday. So, yeah. Seven hours. There's worse things than seven hours. Some people would go further than that for holiday, wouldn't they? I've, I haven't of, done it in ages. Seven hours of travel. How long are you going there for? Uh, the first location, three nights, which is 1770. And, oh, then, and then you're working your way back, back down the coast to the Sunshine Coast. Staying there. I'm, I'm arriving oh. on, in Mooloola Bar, Sunshine Coast Cup Day. Beware. I've already planted that's the at, seed. That's actually at Caloundra, so you'll have to, you're, you're oh, a bit out of. That's a big Uber, isn't it? It's a big Uber. Well, no, it's half an hour away. Would it be like rude that, of me to ask my wife to drop me off and pick me up afterwards? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what do you think? 0457 736 736. So true or false, seven hours, all right, drive mm. for a holiday? Mm. You know what the Australian Open, uh, they're doing on Australia Day? They're not going to um, have any Australia Day celebrations or mentions. It's just going to be another day of tennis. Which yeah. is quite unusual. So I, um, I am absolutely all for that. I have no problem at all with that because I do know how offensive Australia Day is to um, Indigenous people. So I've got no problem with it. Uh, but I know some people, uh, some people do. But um, yeah, I, I uh, and th- and that's also what we're talking about with uh, Ash Ash Gardner and um, her, um, you know, her talking about not playing or the scheduling of games on Australia Day. In cricket, should it happen or not? Mm. I don't know. You and I had a discussion about this off the air, right? And we don't want – we are not going to read out and we're not going to take calls from rednecks tonight. Oh, right? no, no. No but, rednecks. But, but, no, no, nothing racist. Just, but if you've got a fair argument about yeah. this either way yeah. or an opinion on it, please um, feel free to send us a text, 0457 736 736. Badge, this is where I stand on this and you and I don't agree. Mm. But I, I whilst – January 26 is the day that we celebrate Australia Day. I think we should. And and I understand what happened on the day and I around the time and and I can I can understand the hurt that indigenous people have for, for on that date. Yep. I I get all that. I really do. Mm. I just wish our our politicians would get together, organize whether it's a referendum or make a decision and just Change the date. Change I'm, all, it. I'm all for it. Everyone's for it because what it does. You said before that we changed the national anthem. Gee, that didn't hurt much, did it? ScoMo just did it. Change the date. Change. Do something. You get it's paid not a, hard. You get paid a lot of money. I'm yelling at a cloud, aren't I? You know what's become our almost our national day, our, our Australia day, our, pro, our day of real pride is Anzac Day. Absolutely. It I'm, seems to have. Yeah. I mean, I know it's a separate thing, but. Um, yeah. Oh, gee, just change the date. Come I, on. I'm prouder to be an Aussie on Anzac Day than I am Australia Day, but um, I'll still celebrate Australia Day because that's the day that has been chosen to. And I'm sorry about what happened 
in the past, and I can understand the pain our Indigenous Australians go through, but we need to change the date. We do. Can we stop having this debate every single year and putting our own country down? Has has one of our politicians got the kahunas to, of course not. to call this, to say, hey, listen, we need to do something about this? You know, the horses get a day. Why can't us Australians get a... And, ch- and call it Australia Day, make it another date, because we have changed so much over the last 20, 30 years. We're a multicultural country. We've got people yep. from all different backgrounds. Just do it. But one thing I don't like... Mm. One thing I don't like is that because I do celebrate Australia Day on that day, I hate, I hate feeling like I'm racist, and I'm not. And I think a lot of Australians feel guilty and are made to feel guilty if they do celebrate Australia Day on January 26th. Well, I don't know if you're made to feel guilty, but I think there is an element of... Um, well, it's exciting, right? We don't feel, don't feel good about it. So a new date, just call it Australia Day. Stray, so drop Australia. the A, yeah. Yeah, S-T-R-A-Y I agree with that too, yeah. Do and come up with another date and we'll, uh, we'll go from there. And I don't, <laughs> I don't want to lose the lamb ads. I want to keep the lamb ads. We can't lose those. They're quirky, the, new, the latest ones. Well, it's un-Australian. Un-Australian, yeah. yeah. What do you think? 0457 736 736. Text uh, here from Mark. Badge, Sorry. Or you can call us 1300 okay. 011170. The other wish I want to put in there, can, we, can sports... Not in, I get Ash Gardner's position. I totally do. But can sports stop politicising, please? But I, don't, I don't think the Australian Open... Well, the, they the, are. Ten, ten, oh, sorry, Tennis Australia are politicising it. No, I think they're just saying in a respectful way, we're not going to celebrate this. We're just going to get on and play tennis. That doesn't mean it's politicising it. Well, it's making a decision, well, what, okay, so it's making them, a decision so, not to, not to yes, recognise right. the day. So that's politicising. No, it's not. Well, how what else how do it? you make a decision without politicising? You just go, we're just going to do this because we think it's the right thing to do. Why is that? Why what? is that political? Why can't you still acknowledge the day? Well, they don't. They and... don't want to. They feel it's the right thing to do by not acknowledging it. And that, but not. That's not. I think it's apolitical. They're just going. We're just not going to acknowledge it. We don't want to do it. it. We don't think it's the right thing to do anymore. And again, we're, we're living, living and learning and growing and changing as we go, and we're understanding more about multicultural Australia. Yeah, absolutely. But it's still Australia Day as it stands at the moment. So recognise the, the history. If you don't, if, if you feel that it's quite offensive to, to to a lot of Australians, then you don't have to celebrate it as Australia Day. Yeah. Well, here we go. We're arguing about Australia Day again, which is only bad for our country. This is again, we call on our okay. politicians to change deba- the bloody we're debating, date. Wolves. No, but badge some people. When we're off the air, that's when we'll argue. (laughs) And then I'll be told you have to win, uh, and I'll just go back. I don't have to. I just do. Hey, what's okay? Let's turn this around. What date should be Australia Day? Yeah, nice. Yes. What date? Yeah, it's another date. Yep. Yeah, let's keep it positive. I'm putting up my birthday, August (laughs) sixth. You just you just want to tell everyone your birthday. I just want a day off on my birthday. Don't you take one anyway? I thought that was in most workplaces you're allowed to have your birthday off. Not in the NRLW bargaining agreements, no. Oh. 0457 736 736 is our text or 1300 011170. Bradman Tenduka, Doco, you watched last night on the ABC batch. Yeah, yeah, really good. And, you know, what what I was kind of going to bring up here was that, you know, there's been. Donald Bradman's been, Sir Don has been painted as a bit of a villain or a bit of a meanie or, you know, since he, since he passed away, especially and, and uh, different people, including Ian Chappell lead the way. And I respect for Ian Chappell, but um, I think this painted him in a different light. I think he was quite, 
it, it was about Bradman and Tendulkar and their similarities and the, the fame and everything they they put up with. But oh, I think he was just, um, you know, he, he he gave the media a bit of short shrift because he was just he. You know, walk out his front door, they were there. He, he, for so long, he was it. He was the the most famous Australian. And, and in some ways, he probably still is. So, I, you know, I thought it painted him in a good light. And I was wondering if our any of our listeners have got some insights into Donald Bradman, good or bad. Um, but this was a very, very good, th- this documentary. Um, yeah, last night, I think it was on the ABC. Right, yeah. Very, yeah, really good. Hey, can so, I read out a text here? Yep. On, on cheating, Steve from Dubbo says, we're talking about Donald Trump, if Kim Jong-un can win multiple gold in multiple events at Olympics he didn't even attend, then Trump is well within his right to win his own golf event. Mm. Let's help make him great at golf again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, what about Australia Day? Move Australia Day to May 8th. Perfect date, shot cans. So to be mate. Mate. There it is. Excellent. That's, that's outstanding. Albo. If you're listening, do some work and move Australia Day to May 8th. We call it Mate Day. Mate Day. How good's that, Badge? That's very good. See, our listeners are the best. Yep. yep. 0457 736 736. Uh, keep your texts coming through. Um, quickly, before we go to Ian Healy, uh, we're talking about the NRLW stars have hit out about the conditions. We'll hear uh, a little later on from Karina Brown. But Ali Brigginshaw had this to say on Patton Hills for breakfast on SCNQ this morning? To be honest, I haven't stood on a football field since um, World Cup final. And that's purely out of um, stress around uh, not wanting to get injured. So for me, it's fitness away from a football field, um, a jog or a light walk just to keep the body going because um, it's too risky to to take part in any trainings or, or anything like that. And that's what's frustrating. We are so far behind and every year we're doing this. Every year we're so far behind and then a week or two before we're meant to start, we actually get things sorted and, you know, that just causes immense pressure. It's already hard enough to juggle jobs and try and play rugby league, let alone fight every battle and then just be given what you get um, is not good enough mm. and this is why we need a CBA so it's in place and we can get rid of that stress. There you cool. go. Yeah, good on you. Um, it's it's a very difficult situation for the NRLW for the so players. She's saying she can't go and train on a field because she has no insurance. Yeah, so she's concerned about get, getting hurt, and um, I reckon uh, Karina Brown, we're going to talk to you later on, will probably feel the same. They're, they're just they're just in limbo. Oh four five seven seven three six seven three six. Lots going on tonight here on Sports Day. One other thing I want to quickly throw in before we go to the break. Yep. Seven hours of driving tomorrow morning at 4 a.m. Mm. I need some driving songs. I've been threatened by Armani that she's just going to preload on Ed Sheeran, uh, oh. T-Swizzle. That's what the kids call Taylor Swift nowadays, T-Swizzle. Oh, God. And some other bloke who used to be in One Direction. So mm. I, I don't know. But I need to break it up, Badge. I, and One we're Direction. Allowed- that says a bit about your trip. <laughs> hey, hey, um, what about? Oh, are you going to play a bit of Kenny Rogers, the gambler? I will do that. You need some long. Oh, so the kids that they'll, they'll be filthy about that. They've heard it before, have they? Yeah, I've, when Four I've had things. a punt on a Saturday afternoon, what about uh, who sings that? Um, oh, it's a good travelling song uh, from from St Kilda to King's Cross. 
from St Kilda. That's, that's a, not that's your Paul mate. Kelly, your no. mate. There will not be one what? Paul Kelly song there. What is wrong with or you? Or Midnight Oil. What is wrong with you? you you see, I what get is it wrong now. With me? I get it. We're back to the same topic. You're un-Australian. I know it's not that, mate. No, it is. I'm going to put a bit of Billy Ocean in there, Caribbean Queen. Yeah, which part of Australia, state of Australia is he from? Well, I'm not picking Australian songs. I'm not allowed to support. We're not You're allowed not... to celebrate Australia Day. Mm. So I'm going to put international artists in. No, I don't. I'm going to put some Billy Ocean, a bit of Diana Ross, Upside Down, You're Turning Me. Anyway, uh, songs, 0457-736-736. I need some for my playlist. This is Sports Day. Australian legend and Queensland legend, Ian Healy, joins us next on Sports Day. The all-electric Kia EV6 GT Supercar. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. We'll be back soon. The all-electric Kia EV6 GT Supercar. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. Oh, well, it's Badge and Jason here tonight. Sats won't be back until February 2. Rang me today. He's bored as. Oh, of course he is. Of course he is. Um, he'll have, he'd have some driving songs for you, Woogie, for your, your big trip tomorrow know. morning. Danger reckons some Engelbert Humperdinck. Yeah, no thanks. Uh, some more Paul Kelly from no. Little Things. We, well, I drove, drove back from um, New South Wales country on the weekend, as I said, down past Tenderfield. We tuned into a local um, country station. Yeah. We had everything. We had uh, – <laughs> what's he what's – um, I, I don't know, Badge. You all right? Who sings that song? I, I don't know. <laughs> you know. Let's bring in Chad, the ch- – Chad Morgan with the big teeth. This we man. had Chad Morgan <laughs> on at one stage. <laughs> Heels or no, Chad Morgan? The chairman of the Brisbane <laughs> Heat. Are you a Chad Morgan fan? Uh, not a not a fan, but certainly we had mates who were called Chad because of because of those teeth. <laughs> because of the teeth. Picturing what Badge was trying to do there. Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah, well, I, yeah, I wasn't sure sitting across from anyone with slightly protruding. Anyone with slightly protruding teeth got the nickname Chad. Are you a? You um, are you a? We're going to get on some more serious stuff in a moment, <laughs> yeah. and one of the ideas that you're throwing around, we just want to get some clarification on. But first of all, as the chairman of the Brisbane Brisbane Heat, you're now guaranteed to play in the finals. It didn't look like it Friday night, but geez, it's turned around over the weekend, hasn't it? Oh, yeah, we, we've been able to fight. We, we've we've produced some good fighting performances with the ball and the bat this year, which is good. We we just. We've underperformed uh, for many years and not been able to do that often enough. And we've left way too much to our legend, Lenny. So, so they're, they're chipping in. Our, our imports have you know, mainly played very well, but, but uh, our locals have resurrected things a lot, which is great. Really good signs. Um, and they're really enjoying it. I'm sure their confidence is sky high and going all right. Um, but I still read that we can come sixth. We can miss out, right? Ooh. Because if... If the Renegades win tonight and the Thunder beat the Stars after our game tomorrow and we lose our game, well, apparently we can miss out. Oh. This is unbelievable. We've, um, we've already so, got yeah, you yeah, there. Stay, stay posted. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. I, I had resigned myself to third or fourth as well. But uh, no, apparently there's a way we can miss out. Some would, some might think, Heels, that um, letting Chris Lynn go at the time it was looked upon as wow, he's your, he's your star. Um, that that was actually a genius move. Were there, were there thoughts around the fact that maybe that would bring the best out in some other players if he was um, he was allowed to move on? 
are definitely badge that that they were the thoughts that we've got to get more out of all the other people, right? So so it it just wasn't working for the team or for Linny. And my, my big hope was that Linny would enjoy himself wherever he went. And it was a tremendous buy by the strikers to get him and get him for eleven of the games, eleven of the fourteen games. So so that all worked out well. That side of things and our our fellas who have been much better cricketers than they've been letting on. You know, we, we knew they should have all been playing better, but for some reason they weren't. So so big big moves were taken. And, um, you know, the, the coaches seem to have got these blokes firing and loving it. This season seems to have grabbed everyone's attention again. I mean, I know we've it always does at some point, but it's been quite exciting. Um, maybe not for fans of some teams, but is it because they've shortened it, do you think? They've tweaked it a bit, and I know you've got some some ideas around what they they should do in the future with the Big Bash. Well, they haven't shortened it yet, Matt, so this is a long one. Oh, this is still the 60-odd games. Yeah, this is 63 games and and 14 games each, so it just proves that the quality's back. So if if your quality's not convincing anyone, then it'll drag on. And I think the quality's been up there. The batting quality's been good. I I can't remember such so many big scores mm. being made and at times chased. So the the quality of stroke players there, the bowlers are back under the pump. Um. So so that that's good. That that's proven that it's watchable no matter how long it goes. If the quality's there now, um, the the temptation next year. So in two years' time it's supposed to be trimmed again, right? And next year is the last year of the broadcast deal between Seven and Fox. But because Seven and Fox got the next rights deal as well, they're probably able to tighten it up next year. Now, I don't want them to go from 14 matches to 10 matches, which everyone's saying is the ideal, right? And we'll be able to really slot it in tight in January and finish it before school. So I'd like them to, I'd like to see them go from 14 matches each to 12 matches each and see how that feels. Because I think they jumped from 10 to 14, uh, which created all that criticism that is too long. Yeah. And what, what is, we're just we're talking about your idea last night, Heels, on air, and we're just trying to work it out. So you, you'd like to see Big Bash cricket, what, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and Shield during the week? Is that right? Well, that's, a, that's an idea. But uh, as with a lot of my ideas, there's loopholes everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah and, but, Logistical nightmares, right? So I don't think, the more I think about that, that I don't think you can transition in and out of red and white ball cricket so often and for those Shield players. So maybe Shield cricket can move into August. Why do we let August go when we've got weather to up here to play a lot of Shield cricket, you know, So and even Test cricket? So, But, yeah, how good would that be for cricket to be like footy and, uh, you know, the tribes turn up every weekend? But, um, yeah, I, I, you know, I don't see that happening. And to, to maintain and, and, and keep your internationals here for longer than we do now in a set block would be impossible. Um, so, yeah, there, there's there's hair all over that. But, you know, don't stop thinking about stuff. No, this yeah. we've got to do that. Hey, Michael's just sent a text, Heels, and he says, Gents, Heels has got it wrong. Just studied the ladder, and the worst the heat can finish is fifth. Good. I like him. <laughs> um, I'm thinking... Maybe it's... I'm thinking... Let's, like, we have to lose, right? Tomorrow at 12.40 the game is. 
in Launceston. So we have to lose and get stuck on 13. Then tonight, the Renegades beat the Strikers. They go to 14, so they're ahead of us, right? Mm-hmm. Then to, after our game tomorrow, if the Thunder, um, if the Thunder beat the Stars, the last place Stars, they go to 14 too. So that does leave us. I'm, I'm with Michael fifth, but is there someone else stuck on 13? And then, I don't know, and then, so I'm with him, I I thought it was third, fourth or fifth, so um, I like him, Um, but (laughs) what happens if it's a washout somewhere? Oh, If someone gets one point, then we're going to get zero. Yeah, so it's going to go right to the last. You're stressing about this, I can tell, Heels. Yeah. 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 Hey, have you been in awe of... um, (laughs) No, we've just got to win. Yeah, (laughs) true. Have you been in awe of what Steve Smith's done? It's just been outstanding, hasn't it, his, uh, his last few innings? I feel I feel like it's a privilege watching him. You, yeah. you know the the way he's batting, and then when he gets out, seeing how hard the others are doing it. Right? So his discrepancy between him and the rest is unbelievable. It's very Bradman like. He he's just doing it so easy, and and how he's done it, I'm not sure even he he would have a great technical idea of what he's doing. But he's talking grip and everything like that. I I like his feet. His feet are still. And his head is still so he. And when he played at his best, let's say three years ago, maybe four years ago, he was walking all over the place. But when that bowler delivered the ball, he was dead still, and his feet were set. And if you set your feet in your, when you're playing your shot, your bat speeds up. You can really get full leverage into your shots. And he's finding the middle of the bat incredibly often. And I, I yeah, it, it feels like a privilege watching him play like this. And and he wasn't doing it six months ago. Mm. Should should there's calls for him to open the T20 for, for Australia? Should they be looking yeah, at that? Definitely. I, I looked yeah. up. Oh well, uh, what, how could you not? No, that's right. So so I looked up. I, I started to think. Right. Well, who was the T20 opener in the World Cup? Right. Who opened with Warner? And it was Finchie, of course, Finchie, the captain. Yeah. So, who, who's not going very well? And and so both Warner and Finch aren't playing anywhere near as well as Smith. So he, he overtakes either of those. Since he's probably retired, but, but he overtakes either of those in my eyes, the way he's batting now. So it's just that we don't play too many world T20 or international T20. So hopefully he's around and doing this in the lead-up to the next World Cup. And even 50-over game, I'd be opening with him as well. Heels, before we go, uh, your thoughts on Ash Gardner's comments and whether we should be playing cricket on Australia Day? Yeah, um, I, I really rate what Ash Gardner said. Um, she feels uncomfortable, um, celebra- you know, playing in a representative game for Australia on Australia Day, knowing the feelings of her mob. Um, and she now has the education from her people and, and knows how they feel, which makes her feel a certain way. And But this game was put on you know, thinking they're doing a good thing. It was an advisory, an Indigenous advisory committee's recommendation. So Cricket says, yeah, right, I will play one on, on that day. Um, and it's just just made her a little uncomfortable, but she's going to play. How good is that? Mm. So, so I, I want, she's going to put up with the discomfort because the, the recommendation was made because it's an opportunity to further educate us, educate so many, many more people about the feelings 
of our uh, heritage uh, and Indigenous uh, nations. So, so it's a great chance to educate, and she's going to put up with the discomfort. Now, what I want Meg Lanning to do is open the batting with her and yeah. give her the best chance of batting through a whole inning mm. um, because Pakistan aren't going very well against them at the moment. They made 118 today, and Australia chased them down, two down, and Ash was 30 not out. Well, get Ash up the front and let's see. Let's see how she goes because I, I rate it. I, I'm, I'm happy she expressed her feelings and she's going to put up with a bit of discomfort for the good of educating the rest of us. Yeah, we yeah. agree with that 100%. Heels. And either, 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 either of you guys got a problem. You feel, um, you know, upset about changing Australia Day? To no. a day that's more palatable. Absolutely. To Let's just. Why, I don't no, know why we don't change no. it because it is so offensive to 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 so many Australians or to Indigenous yeah. Australians. I don't know. And, and that, too many people that say, that, "Let's just leave it as it is," just because they came up with that date. Let's let's change it. Just do it. We're sick of the debate this time every yeah. year. Hills. It it rubbishes well, our country. Yeah, and I I, I think it, we won't get rid of the debate, but I. Think anyone who's upset with the day at the moment, and I want to hear your plan. Come up with a plan, not just you're upset. You're upset, you know. So oh, get we've got big it, mate. Committee of smart people together and give all the all the brainstorms together. What are we going to call it? When's it going to be? And and is it going to celebrate all our multiculturalism as well as our heritage? Leave you know? it, Hills. Our country. Our country's the greatest. It is. It is. And I'm sick of yeah. I'm sick of all this talk this time every year. Our listeners know the right date, Hills. The Sports Day listeners. Badge, what is it? It is. I'm trying to work it, see who it's from again. Uh, it's Shotto, May it? 8. Mate Day. There you go. May 8. Mate. Oh. Yeah. How good. <laughs> Isn't that <laughs> the best? I don't mind that. Someone said um, it's too close to uh, to Mother's Day, but, oh, no, we love it. Oh, May 8. Mums all love that. All right, mate. We better let you go. And I've got put some good news for you. right next door to Mother's Day. Beauty. There you what go. about having it on the Monday after Mother's Day every year? There you go. Yeah. But, mate, that's good. There are suggestions, generally one, but I don't want to double park a public holiday. No, right, we'll we miss out on Newsday. No. Hey, um, good news for you, mate. You cannot finish. Lo- spread them out. I've just looked at the calendar, uh, the, the, sorry, the table. You cannot finish lower than 12, uh, fifth. <laughs> so you've, you're right. The Adelaide, the Adelaide Strikers are in yeah, sixth on 10 points. So you are in the finals, mate. Go and celebrate that. No, there's no time for that yet, mate. I've got to concentrate <laughs> and I've got to focus on playing really well, sitting up there having a couple of beers yeah, watching in, them. In the chairman lounge. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, great. No, <laughs> that'll be good. No, all that. <laughs> but we're, we're due one or two of these other results to go against us. We, we've had a, a golden run where everyone who we wanted to win has won. Yeah. So, so it, we, you know, we might... Anyway, we've just got to win tomorrow at 12.40 and we're home. Rightio. At third. Third place, playing at the Gabba on Sunday night. Rightio, there he is, the great Ian Healy. Uh, catch him tomorrow morning on Breakfast with Pat Welsh. Kevy Walters on the show tomorrow. The boys will be chatting to the, the Broncos skipper. Yes. Uh, coach. coach, I should say. Hey, Hills, thanks for your time tonight, mate, and uh, go well. You're welcome, Jay. See you, Badge. See you, mate. Bye. There he is, Ian Healy. God, we've got to get to a break. We do. You, you can talk to Hills all night. This is Sports Day. Thanks to Kia. The all-electric Kia EV6 GT Supercar. 
This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. We'll be back soon. The all-electric Kia EV6 GT Supercar. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. Yeah, welcome back to the show. Badge and Jason here tonight. 0457 736 736 is our text number. Hello to Andy, who's text us. Wants to know when Sats is back. He's back on February 4, 2. February 2. This bellend woogie is killing me. The Thanks, what? The bellend. You can't say that on the air, Woogs. He's saying it about me. You shouldn't say it, mate. You shouldn't repeat it. I don't know what it is. Well, but... Rooster Muzz says you play. Oh, I know he's with you. Paul Kelly and Midnight Oil. I refuse to put that crap on. Oh, that's that's no good, you guys. I don't know why. It's it's un-Australian not to like those two. Um, what else? What other songs have we got here for you? On the driving songs, uh, Radar Love. Great song. That's in. Great song. Who said that? Um, someone there. Come on, you can find it. Uh, Yellow Brick Road, Elton John. Good. Number two. This is uh, this is from James. The Long and Winding Road by Beatles. It's all about roads. That's a bit slow. Driving. That's a bit slow. Uh, Driving Wheels by Jimmy Barnes. I'll chuck that in. And top it off with Highway to Hell by Akadaka. James, I think it'll feel would like you, Highway to Hell. Going uh, would you say that seven? when you're driving up there with your wife and daughters and you're going on holidays to 1770, Agnes Water. Is it Agnes Water's? Agnes, don't start. Don't start. <laughs> Shut up, Jack. Don't start. I hate. I see all these Instagram people going. Here we are in Agnes Waters. It's Agnes Water, you idiot. Oh, jeez, you're. Is that what you're going to be doing? You're going to be up there hanging around at the pub, <laughs> abusing tourists yes. who call it Agnes Waters. Walking past, I walk past. <laughs> you got one of those right, badge. When do you just get a t-shirt made up? <laughs> I like your Chico Roll shirt, actually, that you got on. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, what yeah, about Radar Love was Paul from Narrabeen. Good work, mate. What about uh, Australia Day? There's a bit of a debate around that today. Australia Day, yep. Um, 416, chuck your name and where you're from on these, saying they'll change the date to when we become a, a republic. Yeah, Jack, Jack, our producer, said that to me today as well, off air. Yes, that's that's going to take a while, though, isn't it? I think. Yeah. I, don't, I, I don't think, know. and that's another debate. I know. I don't know if I want to become debate. a republic. I well, know. I didn't mind while the Queen was there. I'm a little bit uh, dodgy about the new people that are the new bloke. Yeah, but we're just over. we're just we're in a holding pattern till William and Kate take over. There you go, exactly. So we have to hang in there, don't we? Do we? Do we go after William? I reckon they'll put Harry in instead. Oh God! What about if they have to have a fight, like a sword fight, and the winner becomes the king? Now that I'd be putting that on subscription. Mm. Continue on. Okay. Australia Day. Hi, guys. Interesting one from Ash Gardner. She doesn't want to recognise Australia Day on Thursday, so why is she upset that she has to play cricket, which is her job on the day? Isn't opting to work instead of a day off exactly what the anti-Oz Day people want? Brad from Redhead. Uh, no, she's just saying she's uncomfortable. And as and, and, and I know you sent this in before. We chatted to Ian Healy, and he, you know, he just said she just wants to bring it to... Uh, she's going to play. She wants to bring it to people's attention that she's uncomfortable with it and get the debate going and get the chat going about how we can do this better. Mm. And we don't uh, have to jump up and down and get angry with each other, Woogie. I'm not angry. I'm not angry. Anymore. Last Friday in January every year, long weekend off for all. Rabbit Burrow from Tamora. Just the last Friday in January. Do we have to have an actual day date like May 8 or last... 
But that's really close to the 26th. It is and could be. What's well, a day off Some this years. year? Next yeah. year it would be. Uh, was it a leap year? No, it skips next year. It's leap year next year. Rightio. Uh, Big Bash. Yeah, but the leap year doesn't happen until the end of February, so it wouldn't skip next year. <laughs> no, it doesn't. That's true. Come on. BBL with Steve Smith. I'm sure we're all witnessing greatness in action. What a champion. That's from 127. Yeah, yeah. we are. We are. Uh, now, when we go to India and our players get out playing shots, people wonder why. Test to big bash to test. I think that's half of a text. No, that's true. Okay. Yeah. Mark, Mark says the only reason the BBL went to 14 matches is because the IPL has 14 matches. And when we change the amount of matches, how do we determine who who each team plays twice? Well, they do that in the NRL. You don't get to play an even number of games against every team. I know it's easy when you've got eight teams. You play each team once or twice, mm. seven and 14. But it doesn't have to happen that way. Yep. Oh four five seven seven three six seven three six. Keep your text messages coming through on uh, a, a good plan for the Big Bash next year. Your thoughts on Australia Day, and also maybe there's a date you'd like to see it move to. And you got any good driving songs? As I make a seven to eight hour trek up the Bruce Highway tomorrow with the family. Fun times, fun times ahead. This is Sports Day. Thanks to Kia. Back in a moment. The all-electric Kia EV6 GT Supercar. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. We'll be back soon. The all-electric Kia EV6 GT Supercar. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. Yeah, welcome back to the show. Time for an Australian Open update. The all-electric Kia EV6 GT Supercar. Uh, badge today in the quarterfinal men's yep. the the dream run for Sebastian Corder came to an end. Uh, Hatchinoff defeated him. He was injured and retired uh, today, Sebastian Corder. So that run is over. That magic run from him. Yep, the Tano- dream is over. Stefanos Sitsipas takes on Jairi Lahenka tonight in the men's mm-hmm. and in the women's badge. Uh, Elena Robakina. Yep. She defeated Helena Ostapenko in straight sets. And tonight it's Jessica Pegula taking on Victoria Azarenka. She's been around Azarenko for a while. She has. Is she going for her third Australian Open title, I think? Oh, something like that. Yeah, I'm sure that's anyway. Azarenka. A pinnacle of engineering, Kia EV6 GT, the most powerful Kia ever crafted. Now, some of our SEN stations are leaving us for the tennis and the big bash. But you can keep listening on the SEN app if you want to keep listening to Sports Day. A couple of Australia Day nominations. The day Australia became a federation was the 1st of January, 1901, and that's a great day, says number ending in 6474. And uh, Toronto Rod reckons Melbourne Cup Day or, or a Friday or a Monday where there's not many public holidays. Just Victoria pick out a day. Victoria won't like that because they get a half day. Don't they, they already get a public holiday. They do. Bad luck. A NRLW text here. Why hasn't South got a team in the women's comp? They have one of the strongest win- women's comp in Sydney. Love the show, Rabgaz. Don't know. Yeah, that's a very interesting question. Maybe we can find that out. This is Sports Day. Thanks to Kia. Uh, short break. We'll be back soon. The all-electric Kia EV6 GT Supercar. This is Sports Day. With Badge and Sats. We'll be back soon.
the all-electric Kia EV6 GT Supercar. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. Welcome back to a Badge and Jason here tonight, the second hour, if you're listening through 1170 SEN. Hello to you, also our super radio network listeners around the country, particularly our favourite radio station. You know where it is, Badge. It is here, right where we're sitting. <laughs> to HD Newcastle. Oh, yeah, yeah. We have so no. yeah, we have so many listeners through. I thought you were talking about the Canberra station. What are they called again? Uh, SCN Track 1323 AM. That's them. Oh, man, I'm very partial to SCNQ 693 AM as well. Mm. Hey, um, if you want to get involved in the show tonight, 0457 736 736. Is our text number. Love to hear from you as well. one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. 1170 Obviously, we're talking about Australia Day. Um, uh, the Australian Open has decided not to acknowledge Australia Day this year. I don't 100% agree with that. Badge, I know you do. And um, I just wish they hadn't said anything and just played on. You know yeah. what I mean? Just do what they're doing. And I understand why they're doing it in, mm. in recognition of, you know, what's happened in the past and, and I, for one moment, wouldn't even understand how much hurt that our Indigenous brothers and sisters go through. Yeah, yeah. A lot of them. And we're not saying it's all of them. But I know we do get messages and people yep. do say, look, I'm, I'm fine with it. But I do understand the um, the pain for a lot of them. Um, and we've got some texts about it. Well, there's a not-so-serious one. Boys Australia Day has to be in summer. It's all about going to the beach and having a barbie. I suggest February 14th so we can all feel the love. From Christos. Oh, that's Valentine's Day. Well, that's good because that'll wipe out Valentine's Day and I won't have to worry about that. Well, you don't have to anymore anyway. No. That left ages ago, didn't it? Yes. When was the last time you bought Carlina a uh, Valentine's Day gift? Have oh, you ever? 37 years ago we got married, so about then. <laughs> Something like that. Uh, what's Mary got to say, Woogie? I like this text. Mm. Move the dates. We celebrate Australia Day in this country, not remembering Federation or our discovery. Equally, do we embrace the invasion of our Indigenous brothers and sisters? We do, however, celebrate Australia Day by having Barbies and embracing our quality of life, freedoms, inclusive cultures and summer in Australia. No one sits around and remembers our birth history. We hang flags and celebrate being Aussie. So move the date to another date in summer so we can continue to embrace summer down under. Thanks, Mary. That is a very intelligent text, which I think I like a lot it. of us can actually relate to. I think we're all saying that. Just move it. Why do they not hear us, these pollies? Why, why, why don't they understand I don't, I don't how get important it. this is? I don't know. They're too scared to be the one that sticks his, his head out of his shell and goes, hey, I'm going to take action on this. Smart text here from Daniel from Prairie Wood as well, as we expect from Daniel. Gents, regarding Australia Day, there are no winners in this perennial debate. There are pros and cons for changing as well as retaining the date. By changing the date, you risk aggrieving other Australians. I don't know. I think I think we're all starting to become more educated. Yep. And I, I think we're getting to that stage. We go, you know what? We've changed a lot in the last 20 to 30 years. We've been educated on... on, on in. Our, on what Indigenous Australians have been through. Well, I, think we, I think we've changed a lot in the last few years, just a couple of years, haven't we? Yeah. I mean, a lot of us have, with, with, at my generation, with many things. Badge, oh, we had, again, this chat before we came on air, I'm with you. Three years ago I said, no, stuff it, you're not changing it. Mm. You know, I don't support what's happened in the past, but you can't change history. But yeah. you know what? We can change this day. Well, Daniel from Prairie Wood, you're just reading out his text, he goes on to say... Um, through the prism of many migrant Australians, 
they celebrate the day with enormous pride. Changing the date doesn't necessarily mean it will see unity and harmony amongst Australians. No, it doesn't. But it will be less uh, confrontational yep. and hurtful. I, I, I just think change the date. We can still be celebrating being Australians, and I think it'll, it'll, I'd, I think it'd be a, for my personally, I think it'd be a wonderful move, a significant move. We changed a word in our national anthem, and you know what? The sky didn't fall in, and no one blinked. No, no one blinked. It was, but it was important. Again, the other thing we mentioned it earlier. I'm sick of. Australia Day being rubbished every year because of the date. And if it means that everybody's going to be happy and you don't feel bad for celebrating Australia Day, as a white Australian, I think it's a great thing. I don't want to feel shame because I understand what's happened in the past, that I'm a proud Australian, I want to celebrate Australia Day. I feel guilty on January 26. And a lot of Aussies do. Yeah. So let's change the bloody date and get on with it. Got you. Let's do it. 0457 736 736 is our text number. You want to get involved in the show. Great to have you involved. Hey, by the way, we, we had a chat earlier in the show, Badge, about the CBA, particularly with the NRLW players who, who are missing, I reckon, just some standard things in workplace employment. Mm. And they want to get to the table with the NRL and get this sorted out. And they want to know when their season is. Time now to be joined by this lady. They go short side and Griffin along the ground. It's rolling. Brown's going to score. Karina Brown with a great chase. Badge, of course, the CBA with the RLPA. God, there's a lot of uh, letters here. What does that mean? Uh, Bank of Australia. Yeah, that's right, with the Rugby League Players Association. Uh, No, look, the, the negotiations are still going on with the men and here we are. Sitting at, what what are we now, nearly the end of January, mm-hmm. well and truly into the third week of January, and the NRLW players don't know when their competition is starting and don't know their conditions for their contracts. This seems to happen most years, and I, I just, I, I'm frustrated for them. It's appalling, to be honest. Yep. What would you want to work for a workplace like that if they're going to treat you like that? Well, if they had other options, I reckon a few of them, a lot of them wouldn't. Yeah, true. Maybe there are options overseas. I'm not too sure. Karina Brown, who's uh, an NRLW player with the Gold Coast Titans, joining us now on Sports Day. G'day, Karina. Hey, guys. How are you? We're good. Um, everybody that I speak to about this thinks the treatment that you guys, or you girls, I should say, are receiving is absolutely appalling. Are we? Are we on the money here? Well... You know, it definitely is tough, and you're right, we do and have experienced this every year, and that's why we were excited and, you know, we knew how important the CBA was. So over the next five years, we don't experience this anymore. Um, But to still be in this position in January, yeah, it's disheartening. When's your competition supposed to start, Karina? Is it it supposed to be mid-season, May or June? Yeah, so there's the same um, state of origin sort of middle of the year for us. Um, and then it's sort of looking to go into pre-season um, and then the NRLW. But there's four new NRLW teams now, so there's going to be a lot of player movement um, and a lot of people that will have to relocate. So to be sitting in here January, you know, not knowing what that will look like for yourself, um, you know, it's quite brings on a lot, quite, a, quite a lot of anxiety for the group um, and, you know, not, not knowing where you're going to be. So as part of this, uh, you, you're also 
No, are players not signed to clubs effectively? Are, are there are there any players signed definitely to play for their clubs in twenty twenty three, or is it is it sort of open slather until you know what's going on with the salary cap and and the, and the competition dates? Yeah, I I only know of like two players that signed sort of a multi year deal um, last season, uh, but that can be renegotiated, I believe. You know, when the CBA comes into place, so the, everyone else though is um, off contract and. There's going to be, you know, another 100 players new to the NRLW um, that won't have a contract either. So definitely a difficult time for everyone, you know, especially the clubs as well, because they can reach out to you, but they can't offer anything. Mm. So, you know, no one can make decisions. I heard Ali Brigginshaw this morning on SDNQ with Patton Heels, and she was saying there's a couple of sticking points. She said it's not necessarily about money. It's about conditions and policy. She said, for example, we don't have any health insurance because we're not signed with a club. That's correct? That is correct, exactly. So it's not just about salary. Um, we've had limited protections and, like, limited rights, you know, the last five years, and that's what we want to secure in the CBA. Um, so you've got something that you can take to the NRL that they are then bound by. Uh, and private health is one of those. So we actually do need to play local league football. Um, some people think we only play NRLW, you know, just a short period of the year, but we're actually playing rugby league the whole um, the whole year. So with our current local leagues, um, let's just say, for example, I play in a few weeks' time for round one locally and I did my ACL. That means I wouldn't be able to make any contract money for the rest of the year because I'm not signed to a club. Um, just to compare that to the men for a moment, you know, if they did their ACL, they're still going to be paid by the Roosters, Storm, um, Titans, um, you know, so they guarantee the money, but that would be us for the rest of the year. So that's what we're after really is, you know, a 12-month contract um, so we can be supported and we mm. know we're going to get looked through. And I don't really think that's too much to ask for, to be honest, um, in, a, in a sport that, you know, does have high probability of getting injured. As, as a member of the RLPA, the, the Players Association, and, and look, when I played, Corinne, it wasn't very strong at all. It was pretty disjointed and it's only, I think, in – probably the last decade, that there's been a bit of um, unity there and some, and some more strength. Do you sense that this is, um, this is a bigger issue than perhaps the NRL themselves realise? I would suggest so. Um, and it's great that we have this unity. It's, yeah, you would have seen a few comments. It's definitely um, the most united playing groups being men and women together. You know, we were really unfortunate five years ago because the NRLW didn't exist in 2017 when the last CBA was signed. So moving into 2018, you know, we've had nothing the last five years. Um, and so the men, you know, they think it's fair. And so does everyone else, you know, that we um, are part of the CBA and do have a CBA and one that is going to look after us for the next five years. You know, it's not just for the playing group now, but there's so much young talent coming through. You know, there's under 15 programs, under 17, under 19 programs, and we want them to be able to be NRW players and, and be looked after to have, mm. you know, certainty employment, to have private health. You know, we want pregnancy policies. We want even just minimum standards across all the teams. There's, you know, we don't have minimum standards, um, you know, versus all NRLW clubs. So people are getting different experiences. Um, the relocation allowance um, needs to be looked at as well. It needs to be improved. Um, development players. So we've had development players each year that don't get paid even though they come to, you know, just as many sessions, um, almost all the sessions as, you know, as the playing group um, and a part of it. And 
I guess every hour that they're at the club training with us is an hour that they can't go and get employment. Um, so it'd be great to get those players played as well. Do you do you feel that because the NRLW has come so far in the last four or five years, you're now in a position to make some demands um, rather than, you know, maybe a couple of years ago when you were in, when it was in its infancy, and I mean, it's still pretty early days, but do you feel as though that, you know, I personally think it's much, much stronger, the NRLW, than I thought it would be at this stage. Mm. So, yeah, there, there is a, there is a, you know, a possibility or, or some power there to the group that the NRL needs you just as much as um, you need the NRL. Would that be correct? Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I've worked for a company for six years, one of, one of the really big companies in the world, actually, and you have to invest. You know, you, you invest a lot of money into things that, you know, you want to see growth and things that you think are going to go well. And we've already shown, um, you know, how well um, the product is received and, you know, how great the product is to watch. So in order to make that better, um, we need investment. So I don't think um, what we're asking for is too much to ask for at all. Um, again, it's, it's mainly around working conditions. You know, we're, we're not asking for a million-dollar salary. We'll get there, <laughs> but um, we're certainly asking. We're certainly asking for you know basic um, rights in the workplace. I mean, well, most workplaces have that. I was about to say that everything you're asking for is afforded to most Australians who go to work every day. You're talking about some sort of work cover. So if you get injured in the workplace, you are covered, and medically you'll be looked after. And a pregnancy policy. Every workplace in Australia has that for both mums and dads now. So why can't our NRLW players have this? It, yeah, I, I agree with you, Karina. You're not asking for much. Karina, most, most employees go to their bosses and ask for, I think the good negotiators ask for a bit more than they really want and then they come to some sort of agreement. Is there much room to move with, with your uh, negotiating or the ROPAs negotiating on your behalf? With the NRL, or are you real? Is it really you, you think you're not asking too much at all, and you're just you know hopeful um, that they'll come to the party with all conditions? Yeah, well, we're feeling hopeful and positive um, that we will get you know a good result um, with the working conditions that we're asking for. The NRL haven't been able to come to the party just yet, um, but we are sticking to our guns because, as we just keep talking about, we we don't think we're asking for too much. It's we think we're asking for minimum standards. Mm. So are you training? I mean, I heard that um, some players are even worried about training. And I think Ali Brigginshaw may have said that this morning. Just concerned that in case she has an accident, um, she's going to be unemployable, um, so to speak, because she hasn't got a, a contract. So are, are you training and most of the, your, your team's training? Yeah, we all have gone back to, NRL, uh, sorry, to our local league clubs because in order to play State of Origin um, come June, July... We have to have the only selection games available because there's no NRLW until you know the second half of the year is um, our local league competitions. Right. So if you want to play Origin, which is a way that you can earn money because um, those contracts, well, we, that's part of the CBA as well. You know, we want um, that contract money going up. But last year was great. With I think we made ten thousand dollars or fifteen thousand dollars, I think, for the game. Um, so you know that's big money, but you actually yeah. can't in that play local league. And if you're playing local league, you're risking injury. Um, yeah, because if you get injured, you're not covered. So you've got to get Gary Belcher to do your negotiations. You you managed to get yourself a poker machine when you were at the Raiders, didn't you, Badge? Yeah. 
So lifetime. Like, so got you, it. you need his help. No, uh, you don't, because I got paid two hundred and fifty dollars <laughs> for my first Origin game. You're doing you much better. Too. Yeah, well done. <laughs> hey, Karina, before we let you. Oh, I think I. Okay, sorry, no, sorry, actually, go. But... Uh, yeah, there you go. You would have been in a similar boat. <laughs> hey, Karina, before before we let you go, um, is there is there word coming out of the NRL? Are they talking to the RLPA or is it just dead silence? No, they did come back to us um, a few days ago, but hasn't hit the mark yet. So RLPA will be, you know, going back to them. Um, and, and see where that lands. But I guess the frustrating part is is that the CBA, you know, we, we've known negotiations were going to come. Like, it was a date. We knew this five years ago, and I don't know why we're still, talk, like, talking about it now when the RLPA did reach out to NRL several times last year to get the ball rolling, and it just kept put off, get put off. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, now here we are. And I don't know if that was a tactic or not, but... Um, it's just, yeah, it's just causing so much anxiety to the group. And it's it's not fair because we are so passionate about the game. You know, we love the game. We we do everything that we can to always shine um, a good light I mean, on the NRL and, and on rugby league because we love it so much. And we want girls to, you know, want to play and young boys to want to play the game. So mm. it would just be great for the NRL to, to value us the way that we value ourselves as players and, and the self-respect that this group has. You know, we would love them to respect us in the same way. Yeah, well said, Karina. Nicely said. Very well said indeed. Good luck with it all. We'd love to stay in touch. Uh, You're welcome anytime on Sports Day. Thanks for your time tonight. Thank you. See you guys. Uh, Karina Brown there from the Gold Coast Titans on Sports Day. Yeah, it's good. Really feel for them. It's It's a tricky situation. Yep. I've got a text here uh, that just popped in during that from Ian. He says, what a load of crap badge. The women need to attract an audience that isn't just family and friends at this point. Zero interest from most people. Completely disagree with you, Ian. I think you're way out of line, mate. I watch it and I really enjoy it. And much more than I – and I said it's come a lot further, much quicker than I thought it would, the uh, the women's game. I really enjoy the the non-wrestling, the the pureness of the game. I'm I'm a big fan and I think there's a hell of a lot of people that are. Woogie, I reckon you would be too. Um, I – I, the one thing I did read today, though, a player got hurt uh, and she's going to miss – she's got an MCL injury, I think, going to miss six weeks or something because they were doing some wrestling. If you're an NRLW coach, you have a responsibility not to bring in wrestling. It's a great point of difference that they have with the NRL, which has just been ruined by it uh, or was ruined by it. And, and don't go there. Don't wrestle. But I think it's, I think it's a great game and I think the girls d- deserve – you know, to get in much better conditions than they've had. And I'll tell you what, my girls are watching it and they're 15-year-old they're girls. There you go. And they are the future fans. Who would fans. not be watching NRL, would they? Absolutely. Oh, they don't mind the uh, Panthers boys' TikToks. Of but, course. But they know <laughs> who these girls are. Mm. You know, they know. They just don't know who Brian To'o is. They know who these girls are. And they follow right. them on social media and they follow them when they play. And that's great. That's our future yep. fans of rugby league. Yep. Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. Well said, Badge. And, and, and the game has improved And quickly a lot. on Australia, this is the difference in opinions that we get. And and I understand that. Uh, Sean from Karoy says, why, why, why do we have to change the date of Australia Day? I don't feel any guilt. And why should I? Once again, the minority trying to rule over the majority. Absolute madness. But then Steve from Dubber says, change the date. It brings too much hurt to the original owners of this great country. The Indigenous Australians are the greatest minds 
of mankind. Awareness and education of what they went through is very important. So yeah. there, there are contrasting views on this, but I personally I feel change the date and it won't be as um, painful or confrontational for a lot of Australians. Can I just change the pace slightly before yep. we go to the break, Steve? Also text. And I think this is, this is the big issue we're going to have come Thursday, February 2, mm. when you're meant to hand the last laugh back to Sats. Now, I don't want it to go back to Sats. Jack doesn't want it to go back no, to Sats. You do, Jack, no, we don't. Jack is very loyal to Sats. Tiny Jack says no. He's buggering off to Ireland. He's not loyal at all. Mm. Steve from Dubbo says, right. is there going to be some sort of duel between Sats and Badge over the last laugh? Like I a joke off. I can't, I won't entertain the thought of Badge being dethroned. Tough words from Stephen Dubbo. Well, we're just going to – I don't, I don't know. You, you, you make the decision, you Jack. You two have to joke off. International Jack, you are um, – He's not. He's producer. tiny, Jack. You're the boss, Jack. You yeah, make no, a choice. Well, oi. Decision. Oi, I'm sitting here. You're, sitting, you're just pushing Shut buttons up, over there. Sports day. Back in a moment. The all-electric Kia EV6 GT Supercar. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. We'll be back soon. The all-electric Kia EV6 GT Supercar. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. Yeah, welcome back to it. Stream every NFL game this season live on the NFL Game Pass. Visit nflgamepass.com. Um, mate, you're with Matt Rogers here tomorrow. Thursday, you've got an extra long weekend. Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday off. And then Matt Rogers still here next Monday. Now, I'm going to warn you something. Just on the NFL badge, you'll see you laughing at something over there. No. Um Matt Rogers is a 49ers fan, so he will. I know you don't like the I NFL. I don't even know what they are. He will want to talk about NFL on Monday, so just be nice. Right, yeah? mm. uh, Woogie, did you just say joke off? Yes, I did. I said Badge and Sats need to have a joke off. <laughs> right. Yes. That's Steve is a bit worried too. Clearly, that's what he said. Right, yeah. Can we change the subject? Driver's song. Yeah, righto. I'm going to be in the car with the family. Yeah, seven, eight hours tomorrow. Yes. My, my uh, Amani's keen. She, her idea badge. This is one of we, your daughters. Yeah, one of the twins. Yep. She wants us to give 20 songs each so that she can build a playlist and we can listen to that, right? Hers is going to be full of Taylor Swift, um, Ed Sheeran and some other people. Harry Styles. Harry Styles. That's the guy. Yep. That's the I guy. shouldn't know that. Yeah, but like, I'm like, come on. So I need some songs to balance it out. So suggestion, Sniffing the Tears, Driver's Seat. Yeah, that's a good one. Uh, what else? Mort uh, from Port Kembla warns you that, have you ever heard the song Paul Kelly about Shane Warne? It'll make you throw up. So don't get that. Well, you know, oh, I'm not going to. What gonna, about I'm his song gonna... about Bradman? Nah. Oh, come on. Nah, I'm not, I'm, I will not have. I will not have any Paul Kelly. Badge, have you? Oh, you've just so said disappointed. that So disappointed. Your girls might like it. No, they'll hate it. <laughs> Trust me. Hey, we've got a text here. This is really, really interesting. I miss the Sattler. His chat was so much better. Sattler has paid me $25 to send this text. <laughs> the Broad Beach accountant. Yeah, righto. Righto. Hey, you. some news around today in the NRL. Bulldogs coach Kevin Serrato is reportedly looking at Hayes Herman who made the move from the Eels in the off-season to start at fullback uh, in the Bulldogs' colours this year, again, in the season opener against the Seagulls. Right. 
Hayes Perham. Yeah, he goes good. He, well, I don't think I've seen him play fullback, but um, that's because at Parramatta they yeah. – Gutherson's the man. King Gutho, yeah. But, um, yeah, yeah, interesting. All right, well, they've, they've got a few new faces there, and um, I don't think anyone would be guaranteed a start at any particular position, so that's not such a massive surprise. Hey, what about Wendell Saylor's comments today that Wayne's – what was it, Wayne's losing it? Losing his touch? Uh, well, I guess what, does what it he's, mean? Well, he was talking about. No, he was asked about the Dolphins having signed twenty-seven players and not thirty. Um, therefore, not spending their full salary cap yet. He, he did. He did say, "Look, they should have been given two years lead in." Not. It was. It was October twenty twenty-one when they were granted the license. So twelve months and a, and a couple more, a little bit more, and they've had to put a roster together, a team together. And that's um, that's a tricky thing. And he said they should have had two years. But he has said that with Wayne missing out on Ponga and Munster, who they dead set thought they had, and a few others, Harry Grant and and others, he's saying he's you know maybe he's just lost his lost his shine a little bit. The old Wayne would have got those players. Um, but I hark back to say oh, I think his greatest signing outside of players, you know, from from the initial Broncos of nineteen eighty eight. And I do remember it took him four, four or five five years to to win a comp. And they they poached Glenn Lazarus from the Raiders, um, which was Wayne's happy hunting ground at the time. Yep. Sammy Bacco and Peter Jackson and Kevy Walters and Glenn Lazarus and, um, but yeah, I think Glenn, I think Lazar was his probably his greatest. But he had a great team already assembled there. Harder to get players now. I think for anyone, I think they've done really well to put this roster, this list together. They've got. I think they'll be you know pretty competitive. So. Wendell's just saying maybe he's just lost his mojo a little bit. But from a coaching point of view, I know he's not talking about coaching. He's just talking about his ability to attract players, yeah. But he's trying to attract them from really good clubs. They actually have got real chances of winning premierships. Yeah, exactly. And that's the hard thing. Apart from Carlin Ponger at Newcastle, I don't mean to offend our Newcastle. Oh, no, that's going to take them. They're probably looking at a premiership window probably the same as the Dolphins. Maybe the Dolphins a little bit longer, but... When you're trying to poach them from the storm, mate, they're they're up there every year, mm. and that I mean players want to win premierships ultimately, right? So, yeah, I don't know about that one. Um, text here about cheating. Come on, Gareth, that's you, by the way. Maybe you got called Gareth. I did. Belcher. Yeah. The great DJ Trump did not cheat, so your claim is false. I tell you who did cheat though. Kim Jong Un once claimed he shot 34 for an 18 hole round of golf. His round apparently included five hole-in-ones, and on the 13th, 13 remaining holes, he shot a birdie or better. I'm tipping he used a cart. So, <laughs> yeah. So, Woogie. Uh, so, Buzz. Good text. Woogie Trump. John, Donald Trump. What do you mean, Woogie Trump? He, no, sorry. <laughs> Donald Trump. That's... He played one round of his, <laughs> at his own course, on the, on the course championship weekend, and got free Stableford points. Probably very legally, but then he didn't play the the second round. It was a two. It was a Saturday Sunday comp. Yep. He didn't play the second round, and then says, "I wait. I'm the winner." Put my hand up. Shake his own hand. Presented himself with the trophy. Yeah, but maybe what, not cheating. But it doesn't sound like it's. What about a bit of compassion for fair. Donald though? Like he had to go to a funeral as well. You're, you're being on pretty the Sunday. Hard. Yeah, yeah, we went to a funeral. Apparently, complained that it went too long. I think you've been a bit harsh. Hmm. I mean, we all know you're a Biden fan. So. Lyle from Lower says, Badge would rather watch women's game, the women's game for the same reason as, as you. No rubbish. Play hard. Don't lay down milking penalties. 
might not be as skilled, but that will come. Deserve everything and more than what they get. Cheers, Lyle from Lower. And they are getting more and more skillful. And they're yep. outstanding to watch. I, I, I enjoy it anyway. Hey, this is going to come up a little later on, but we're talking about the tennis earlier. Uh, and this is from Mike. Jockey Jocks was out on his feet versus Taylor Fritz. Is that Djokovic? Oz- yeah. Right. In the Oz Open two years ago. Then he seemed to make the biggest comeback since Lazarus or JC and won the match. I think the fake injury got inside Fritz's head and Jocks won the game. Same sort of caper this Oz Open. When he gets behind, the leg seems to start playing up like an old mower. Then, hello, it comes good. <laughs> Can't wait for him to retire. Oh, well, I feel the same. Yeah, I feel the same Mike, too. Yeah. Uh, back on Australia, could, could call it shrimp on a barbecue day. Don't really care what they call it, as long as I get the day off, Michael from Dremoyne. Yep. Keeping it uh, nice and single. Jeez, there are lots of text. Oh, Mark, Mark says about this NRL CBA, we've heard from the players, we've heard from Clint Newton, haven't heard from Belandis or Abdo. Can can we get someone from the NRL, SEN, can we get someone from the NRL on? What do you reckon, Wooks? Yeah, we can try. Um, well, I haven't really heard from Clint Newton this time around. Has he been? Has he been I know he's going to be on SEN Thursday morning. Right. Um, but... The silence from the NRL is deafening, isn't it? Yeah, it is. There's not been one statement put out about this. Yeah, I I just don't I don't get it. I don't understand. I don't know. They don't want to play it out in the media. But why is it taking so long? One two seven sent us a text. uh, A great driving song, "Baked Beans" by Mother Goose. I don't know that song. Is that that? No, it's an old song. Is it? Oh, you know, old song. Yeah, it was back from when. And when you were a young bloke, we <laughs> were 50s. Hey, before we go to a break, we've got to do it very quickly. What about this Brisbane Bullets player, Harry Froling? Was He's very little, lucky. Allegedly a victim of a one-punch assault in Wollongong, which fractured his skull and required brain well, surgery. Well, he's, he's super lucky because his, this happened on a street uh, the, the, uh, in the early hours of Sunday morning. Uh, and, and, and they always say nothing good happens after midnight. Mm. So they had a win over the Illawarra Hawks. It looks like he's been... Um, King hit. Fortunately, he's he's been okay from that. But he he um, he discharged himself from hospital in Wollongong and flew home with his teammates. Now, surely that's dangerous in itself. If you've got concussion and and as they said, um, he, he when he got back he complained of headaches. Uh, went to the hospital, Prince Charles Hospital in Brisbane, and uh, and went, underwent brain surgery. So they say he's in a stable condition. Jeez, he's, he's lucky. Very, very lucky. And um, oh, I just hate to hear about that sort of stuff. Good luck with your recovery, Harry. We've got to go to a break. This is Sports Day. Thanks to Kia. When we come back, Tuesday, true or false? And we would do our best to get through all your text messages that are still coming through. 0457 736 736. If you go to Tuesday, true or false for us. Next. The all-electric Kia EV6 GT Supercar. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. We'll be back soon. The all-electric Kia EV6 GT Supercar. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. Yeah, welcome back to a tie for Tuesday, true or false. 0457 736 736. By the way, Strikers one for 31 after 6.5 overs. Uh, they are playing the Renegades uh, tonight. 
Uh, Tuesday, true or false, one here for you, Badge. Yeah. This is from Glenn, one of our loyal listeners. Oh. True or false, Glenn's ratings-boosting text will finally get read out. No comment. In rehearsals, that was meant to be false. Oh, was it okay? Yeah, yeah. False, yeah. Sorry. Hey, just off uh, topic for a minute, Phil sent a text and go, maybe the ladies NRL need to work on a revenue share model for payment. The men only started making real cash after the game being around for 80 years. Well, Badge, you know that firsthand. But before you answer that, Badge, um, I did hear Ali Brigginshaw say uh, and allege in an interview this morning with Patton Hills that um, apparently there has been sponsors come into the women's game and that money's been put elsewhere. So that's what she's alleging. So um, well, I don't know whether uh, if there's any fact behind uh, that. I, I'm I, not sure. I think there is. Yeah, I, I get what, what some people say, particularly guys say, oh, yeah, they're not making as much money. So They're not going to get as paid as much money as the men um, and they are going to get paid you know, better than they have been because there are many more eyes on it. It's an important... Don't just look at. Let's not just look at what revenue they bring in directly in, uh, you know, from marketing and from merchandising and from TV rights. It's also about the eyes that they bring to the game and the future of um, the game as well, and the growth in the NRL. It's really important that we have, you know, young uh, girls and boys aspiring to be league players, and this is all part of the the whole the whole picture. So. Um, I just think we need to be a little bit more, I don't know, open with it all. Yeah, the stuff that's been around the last few days has certainly opened up our minds a lot more too. I, I can I can tell you that. Badge, Tuesday, true or false, Djokovic made out his hammy injury was worse than it is. True. Yeah. Oh. Any chance he can to get an edge, I feel like. Yeah. He's just hard. And I know he has said, how come if the other players, you know, no one says anything and if it's me, they because we don't, There's there's a bit of mistrust around him. We just don't – I just don't believe a lot of the stuff that he goes on with. And that was, I think, justified when we saw what happened last year with him trying to – well, getting into the country um, with that, you know, COVID stuff going on and getting kicked back out again. Uh, but you didn't, you didn't like him before that either. No. Though. No. No, he just – I see, I didn't mind way. him before that. But anyway. Really? Yeah. Little beady eyes. <laughs> uh, true or false, yes. Ronnie James, son of the great LeBron, will join the NBL. I'd love next it. season. I'd love it to be true. This will be the biggest thing to happen to the NBL. He's in, in a gap year. And, a, and apparently a gun player goes great. Can't join the NBA yeah. until 2024. So has to either go to play in college, come to the NBL, or some other option. I don't know. That doesn't sound that good. Oh, Badge, I hope it happens. Yeah, it'd be, it'd be huge. What do you think? True or false? Make a call. Oh... False. Oh, gee, seriously. No, you want me to be positive? I'll say true. Okay. Beauty. True based on wishful thinking. Yeah. Right. A couple of more texts before we go <laughs> to, to a break. I like this one and bear with me about Australia Day. And it's been the big topic tonight on our show. Australia Day. I'm a 44-year-old white male and thought the same thing as you, Jason. Definitely not racist, but thought that's the day. Let's celebrate. I've changed my stance now. I want everyone to unite on the day and a big part of our nation are our Indigenous brothers and sisters and I want to celebrate with them as well as our many international cultures that call Australia home. Two options. Have a listen to these. One, keep the day, however, like Anzac Day, uh, the morning is a remembrance time to acknowledge the hurt for our Indigenous Australians through services, etc. Mm. Then in the Arvo, we all come together to celebrate modern Australia. Oh, That's wow. 
Yep. That, uh, can option two be as good as that? 13th of Feb, the day Kevin Rudd said the official apology to Indigenous people. Perhaps. I love thought one. I really do. I mm. Yeah, yeah. I don't know yeah, what let's, you think. Let's actually spend some time um, and understanding more about what, what happened on that day and and what happened following the, you know, this, um, Philip and, you know, Captain Philip and Co and everyone else landing there and, and uh, the first fleet and all, and, and what that led to. It wasn't, it wasn't all rosy, was it? No. One more from Daniel before we go to a break, boys. These drawn-out CBA negotiations have reportedly been taking place for the past 14 months. Well, Alison, uh, sorry, Corinna Brown said earlier, mm. they've had five years. What has the NRL and ARL com- Commission been doing? Remembering both Andrew Abdo and Peter Volandi skipped the World Cup to stay back in Australia and get this collective bargaining agreement sorted. Can't be that hard. That was October last year, Badge. Yeah. So I ask again, what has the NRL been doing? Good I, question. I would love to know the answer to that. Mm. All right, break time. love t- to know. Break time. We're probably going to get a soccer update from Tiny Jack. Uh, soon and, and badge. I don't want to keep harping on it, but you have gone back to back about nine, ten, eleven times now with the last laugh, and I have no doubt you'll deliver again tonight. Oh, I think you guys are just—you're just, you're just um, being kind to me and laughing, even if you don't get it. No, no, it's been very funny compared to the the trash that's dished <laughs> up by our mates. That's every other night. All right, this is Sports Day break time. Back in a moment with the last blast and the last laugh. The all-electric Kia EV6 GT Supercar. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. We'll be back soon. The all-electric Kia EV6 GT Supercar. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. Yeah, welcome back to it for New Farm. Australian through and through weather. If you're listening on the Goldie, uh, 16.20am uh SEN or 104.1. Our mates at, uh, what's the name of the station? Oh, it's just 104.1. <laughs> it is, what am I doing? Through the Super Radio Network. Uh, chance of a thunderstorm tomorrow afternoon, possibly severe. Top of 31, 22 overnight. Just had a thunderstorm come through Goldie uh, a little earlier. New Farms products are formulated with the highest quality right here in Australia. New Farms, Australian through and through. It's time for the last blast on Sports Day with Badge and Sats. We need to fly through this badge because you need a minute uh, for your last Why? laugh tonight. That's what you told me. Oh, gee, nothing's you can't, seriously. Good afternoon, gents. Love your program. Don't know what Ian was talking about. I love watching women's rugby leagues, especially the Australian halfback. She's amazing. She reminds me of Johnny Gibbs from the Manly from Manly in seventies. Loz, what's he saying? Johnny Gibbs played like yeah, Gibbsy, good player. I don't Good know if she wants to be compared 78 to Kangaroo Tour. Uh, yeah, little champion. Um, yep, so there's a lot of people that do like that um, NRLW, despite the fact that All right, move Ian on. doesn't. Uh, James, interesting text there, Badge. Uh, yeah, please stop putting today's attitude into action from 200 years ago. Kathy Freeman says nothing. Ash Barty says nothing. Yvonne Corley says nothing. Why listen to wannabes? This is about changing Australia Day. Well, I seriously, I don't even know why I read that out. 
Make Australia Day, 29th of February. Once every four years, a huge party and... The Wowsers. Wowsers can shut up. No, I, I want it every you year. shut up for three years. I don't know that. There you go. And a text here from 093, which I think is the most important text mm. received all night. 2024 is the year of the meat pie. I, 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 is it? That'll do me. We'll, we'll, we've lost you now, Woogie. Mm, I'm thinking, thinking about, about what What are your favourite <laughs> meat pies? With yeah. peas. No, I don't do the peas on top, Madge. That's a bit crazy. No, inside. You can put them underneath the... Uh, the yeah, no. I Just a plain old steak or curry scallop pie from Banjo's in Tassie. It's not a meat pie. It, no, but there's a pie. It doesn't matter. Curry scallop. You're guaranteed six big scallops with a row on. Mm, I've, had, I've had a scallop pie. In, oh, curry. Uh, oh, you're on your road on trip. On the way to Phillip Island, I think, yeah. somewhere there. Yeah. They're good. Oh, Was it curry? Oh, no. You, you can no. get Mornay. Mornay. It was Mornay. Yeah. That's Let's fancy. call it Mornay That's pie. a bit fancy for me. I put dead horse on mine. I put sauce on mine and I got in trouble. Worcester. No, tomato. Oh, Worcester <laughs> sauce is dead horse. No, dead horse is... No, it's Worcester. On Sports Day, it's time for the last laugh with Scott Sattler. I can't believe I just wandered in. I, he's coming right in. He's going to do a set after me. The stage is yours, Sats. You know, we're talking about Donald Trump playing golf and cheating. Well, yeah. a, a woman was out playing golf uh, just recently and hit a ball into the trees. And she went, and there was a frog stuck like in a little trap. And she thought, oh, that's interesting. And the frog said, if you release me, I'll grant you three wishes because I'm a magic frog. Righto. So she does. And what he did fail to mention that there was a condition to his wishes that whatever she got, her husband would get ten times as... As, as much. And she went, no, that's all right. That's all right. So she says, I want you to make me the most beautiful woman in the world. The frog says, well, you know, this is going to make your husband, he'll be the most handsome man in the world, irresistible to any other, any women. She said, yeah, but he's my husband and, and I'll be beautiful. So Kazam. Kazam. She's the most beautiful woman in the world. Fantastic. I can wish. She says, oh, make me the richest woman in the world. She, he says, I can do that, but your husband will be 10 times as rich. She said, that's all right. doesn't matter. I'm, you know, he, he'll be rich, we'll be rich, and we can get on fine. What's his is his mine, and what's mine's his. Mm-hmm. Kazam, richest woman in the world. Nice. Third wish. He says, you've got to make this a good one. She says, yeah, no, I know, I know what I want. I'd just like to have a mild heart attack, please. <laughs> I just... <laughs> Kazam. <laughs> it's outstanding. It's just... Oh, that's brilliant, isn't it? That's amazing. That's that's good gear. It's not pretty. No, it is bad. How do you do it? Oh, I just um, I just Google jokes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dubbo is home to the greatest meat pie, Village Bakehouse, our award-winning bakers. Thanks, Steve. We're going to go. It's been a big show tonight. Yep. Thank you to everyone who's texted in. Lots of uh, hot topics, so to speak. Have uh, a nice holiday, Woogie. Yeah, well, six yeah. days. It's not a real holiday. Pick yourself up a pie on the way. Oh, all three. 1770. I've already got Macca's work out for Brecky tomorrow. Anyway, uh, you're back tomorrow night with Matt Rogers. See you, everyone. Bye. Bye. Bye.